Praise Lord everyone you are listening to Biblical Doctrines Demystified a special series by Reverend Dr Y Rajdas on Sajeeva Vahini This audio series is available on YouTube Spotify Apple and Google Podcast listen share and subscribe Dear friends it's a great joy for me to talk to you once again and the topic that I want to place before you today is dynamics of Elijah's prayer life just to base my message on a particular verse i want to talk to you or uh, i want to read james epistle 5th chapter 17 to 18 elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth for 3 years and 6 months and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth its fruit james was the half brother of the lord jesus christ and he speaks about the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man in the same chapter he says confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much so dear friends when we look at the word of god we can understand a lot of things from the prayer life of elijah he was a man subject to like passions as we are but he prayed and that made all the difference elijah the meaning of the word elijah is yahweh is god He was a 9th century prophet of Israel 9th century Old Testament time 9th century BC he was a prophet of Israel who prophesied during the reign of Ahab and Jezebel Jezebel was a princess of Tyre and Jezebel brought systematic extermination of Yahweh worship and introduced Baal worship now James writes about this man who was a person who was able to pray and bring great revival there in that country Sometimes you know people go to other people and ask for prayer and they feel they can pray and try to bend God's will when i was in karuna university one young man came to me and said uncle i want you to pray for a particular point i said what do you want me to pray for he said he loved a girl and that girl did not love him he wants me to pray so that the girl will love him i said that doesn't work that doesn't work god will not interfere with the will of the other people So dear friends when we pray we must know certain dynamics of real prayer he was a man of like passions as we are elijah he prayed and that made all the difference let us consider a few dynamics of the prayer life of elijah and prayer involves communication and communion with the divine it is not one way supplication but it is two way communication prayer makes honorary people extraordinary so when we look at the life of elijah we can understand a lot of points from his life the first point that i want to place before you is he was a disciplined prayer warrior when god asked him to go to kerith uh, he was asked to go to river kerith and he said you hide yourself there and the ravens i have come under the ravens to come and feed you and you'll um, drink water from the brook kerith he was there for a long time and before that he was able to give a challenge to king ahab and said unless I say the land will have no rain. He said I he, he was standing before God. He knew what he was telling. But the Lord had to send him away from the common people. He had to be there all alone. Every day morning and evening ravens used to bring him food. Individual prayer is a must. Many people depend upon group prayer or they ask for others to pray for them but they are not able to pray individual prayers. He was a disciplined person who could pray. He was not praying that there will not be any rain for a long time he was not praying he was praying for the revival that should come to the people of people of Israel 
he had no congregation to preach to he had no other people to talk to but he was all alone there the lord fed him uh, through raven and also he was able to discipline himself there now elijah was able to prepare himself at kerith for greater things to come revelative prayers will always be answered revelatory prayers will always be answered now god's aim for him was to keep him in a particular place so that he will be disciplined my question to you is are you disciplined in your life in your prayer life are you disciplined getting up in the morning praying and following the word of god and the evening when you come back from your own office from your own work are you able to spend time in prayer prayer prompted by the holy spirit will definitely discipline you daily spend quality time in prayer so that god will be able to use you for greater things to come after some time as elijah was there in brook kerith the brook dried up ravens failed to come and give food and the lord said arise go to zarephath i have asked one woman there to take her of a widow was there who had a little son and she was not having lot of property and they had little meal and little oil and she said okay let me cook some food and eat and die she was in such a uh, situation and the lord sent him to zarephath when elijah was in um, kerith he was disciplined alone he was praying alone now god had prepared him to come to zarephath where he was able to help another family now this woman of at zarephath she was uh, not having much goods and what happened was as he came there he told her she should prepare a um, bread for him prepare a cake for him and bring water first he said you bring it to me later what happened was the lord was able to provide all that the family needed the meal was continued to increase and the oil was not depleted and they ate for a long time this widow her son and her family they came there and this man elijah also they were able to feed for a long time now this man elijah was prepare himself in kerith Now in Zarephath God was able to use him for a big family. Now God wants to build our prayer lives so so that we would be a blessing. God wants to build our prayer life so that we would be a blessing for other people. Now his words of faith from a heart of faith was able to bring miracle in that particular home. This little son who was in that homestead he suddenly died. He fell die, he fell ill and he died. And we see here Elijah coming and praying for the little baby. and this is what he said he prayed to god that the little son may live and uh, we read about elijah praying if you look at first kings 17 chapter verses 17 to 23 and it came to pass after these things the son of the woman fell sick and his sickness was so severe there was no breath left in him and elijah took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him upon his own bed and he cried unto the lord and said O Lord God have you also brought tragedy upon the widow with whom I sojourn by slaying her son O Lord my God I pray you let this child's soul come into him again I tell you friend my dear friends this man Elijah was a man who disciplined himself in prayer in river Kerith and then he was able to come to Zarephath he was staying in that particular family blessings came though a great man of god was there who was able to perform miracles of uh, having increasing the amount of meal and also oil still problems came sometimes you know when though we have everything nice a prayer may be there men of god may be helping us still problems may come at the same time when there are people who pray in that family there will be deliverance 
This little son died. Elijah was able to pray. He did not know what had happened. Once he came to know the child died, he was able to pray. Oh Lord, let this boy's soul return to him. The Lord heard his cry. Cry is quora in Hebrew. That means a loud cry. He was praying with all his heart, with all his soul. He was praying for that little son and the child came back to life. My dear friends, I tell you, when we have problems, we must know how to pray. We must have disciplined prayer life so that God is able to get so that God is able to bring blessings for us. Sometimes, you know, when we pray, as we pray, answers will come. Here we see Elijah was praying, immediately answer came, the child came back to life. Now, in our own prayer life, when we are able to connect with God and spend sufficient time in prayer, even when we pray, God is able to give us answer, even in small matters. One day from Chennai, I had to go to Gauhati, and then from there to go to Imphal, uh, to for ministry, years back. And as I was from Nungabakam, I was going to the railway station. My ticket was not booked. It was only in wait list. No reservation was possible at that time. And as I was going in an auto, I offered a small prayer. Oh God, please take care of my reservation. I heard the voice. When you go and look at the chart there, you'll find your, ticket, your uh, reservation first. The, the top list, you'll find it. I just had a word from the Lord. When I went there, people were all gathered around a list. It, it used to be in paper at those times. And I saw my name first and it was booked. I had a birth ready for me. I tell you, even in small matters, when we sincerely pray, God is able to answer our prayers immediately. Here we see Elijah praying in Zarifath and God answered his prayer and the little child was able to come back to life. Prayer at Carmel. As I already told you, Jezebel was destroying the things of God, destroying the ministry of God, Yahweh's ministry, by bringing all idol worship. And Elijah was prompted by the Holy Spirit to go and challenge uh, the, the, the worshippers of Baal. And also worshippers worshipping in groves. And around 850 people came. And they came, he called them at Mount Carmel and he gave them a badger. And he said, you take one bull, offer it, and God who answers by fire is God. He also offered, uh, they offered first a bull and they cried all uh, day and nothing happened, no fire came. And when Elijah came there in the, towards him, he called the people and said, How long will you halt between two opinions? If God is God, follow him. If Baal is ba ba God, follow him. Then he just prepared the altar, put the bull there, put the wood there, put the bull there. He did not pray for fire. And this is what he prayed for. He said, Lord, you are God of Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. And let it be known today that you are God in Israel. He never prayed for fire. But God told him that he'll send fire. He believed in that. And as he prayed, the miracle happened. The fire came, consumed the offering, and the people fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Dear friends, the purpose for which God chose Elijah was to bring revival in, in Israel. Not simply do a few miracles, revival. This is what we need in our own hearts, in our own home, in our own family, and also in the church at large. We need to have revival. Uh, sometime back I was reading about the revival that happened in the early time of 20th century. Uh, to be precise, from 1904 to 1905, there was great revival that began in Wales. And the instrument that God used for that revival was even Roberts. He was a young man. He was preaching God's word. 
he was praying, persuading people to pray. After preparing himself and the people for a long time for revival, he just published in the newspaper a few points. He said, let everyone confess all known sins to God. Deal with and get rid of everything, every, anything that is doubtful in your own life. Be ready to obey the Holy Spirit instantly. Confess Christ publicly. Now, as he just began to prepare the people for great revival and he began to conduct meetings, the result was one lakh converts were there. And I would say it was a global revival. Even in India, there was a repercussion of that revival in Assam. So, dear friends, what I'm trying to say is we need to have revival in our own hearts, in our own home, in our own church, and in the land. Sometimes, you know, people speak great prophetic words. Sometime back, I heard a man of God prophecy and say, uh, 2020, now, to, now it is 2017, 2020, the whole India will become Christian. You know, these are all just telling certain things. For to have revival, we must follow certain things. Let every person come closer to God, repent for their own needs. If there is something that has to be set right in their hearts, they have to do that. Then pray together with all our hearts. So this is what happened in the life of Ian Roberts, who was instrument in the Welsh revival. So dear friends, here we see Elijah, who was longing for revival. He was preparing himself and also preparing the people. And when he was able to pray on Carmel, great power of God came down. Now, later, what happened was he was able to see the great glory of God come down. After the great victory on Mount Carmel, he went to the peak of Mount Carmel. He began to pray for rain. He told the servant to go and to look towards the sea. He went and saw nothing was there. The sky was blue. No clouds were there. Again, he came back and he said he prayed with all his heart. You know how he was able to pray? He fell on his face. He was able to keep his head between his knees and he was bowing down and praying with agony he was praying with unutterable groanings he was praying and as he was praying there came a small sign the servant saw a small cloud that is as big as a hand and then suddenly rain came and blessings came so dear friends when we are able to see revival in our own lives other blessings are able to come other blessings will definitely come in our own life now after this great revival that Elijah was able to see, there was a setback in his own life. Queen Jezebel, she said that she will kill this man. He said, tomorrow this time I am going to kill you. So he arose, went for his life. He came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat under a juniper tree. Juniper tree, the leaves will not be very much. He sat down there and said, Lord, enough. I want to die. Dear friends, we may go through problems and sufferings. At the same time, God is there to take care of us. So he was dejected, but the Lord sent his angel. When we come to our wit's end, when we come to our wit's end, the Lord is able to send his angel who will be able to guide us. Here we see the angel came and said, Arise and eat. Food was there. He ate the food, slept again. Again the angel came and woke him up second time and, and he said, Arise and eat. And after he ate this food, he was able to travel a long distance and go to Mount Horeb where he met God. Now, when we are having difficulty in our own lives, God can send somebody to talk to us so that we will go and have an encounter with God. And when we met God, God was able to bring new change in his own life. God was able to bless him and then God was able to use him mightily for his own kingdom. He thought that everything is gone. 
everything is gone, his work is over. But God reveals certain things to him which encourage him to move forward to do what God intended for him to do. He never attempted suicide. He was longing for death. But God made something very different in his own life. He never saw death. He was able to go to heaven without seeing death. So dear friends, we, when we go through problems, God can reveal to us certain things which are beyond our comprehension, which are beyond our own comprehension so that God's name will be glorified. And this man was asked to anoint uh, Hazael king over Syria and also anoint king Jehu over Israel and anoint Elisha to be a prophet after him. And the still small voice that God spoke to him in the Mount Horeb was able to bring all the peace that he needed. Now, dear friends, how is our prayer life? What we need to have is real consistent prayer life in our own heart. Let us check our own conscience before God. How are we in the presence of God? Are we right before God? Is there anything between you and God that is hidden? In many homes, problems are there because individual prayers are not there. And many homes are broke, breaking down. Many homes are breaking down. Even after marriage, maybe few uh, months after marriage, the families are breaking down. When you try to counsel such families, what I see is there is hidden sin in their own life. Some people entered into married life without dealing with their problems that they had before marriage. So what happens is no individual prayer, no cleansing in their hearts, so problems come. What is needed now is if you want to have revival in your own heart, revival in your own home, revival in the nation at large, it should begin in you. It should begin in me. So let us come closer to God and understand what is needed. What is needed? Humble yourself and confess all your sins to God. Deal with anything that is doubtful in your own life. Anything that is, that is confusing in your own life. Go to the presence of God and ask God to tell you what you should do. Clear up things. The word of God says, if we hide our sins, we shall not prosper. But when we confess our sins, He is able to bless us. He is able to deliver us. He is able to make us worthwhile people. He is able to make us blessed people. He will be able to make us people through whom God can bring revival into the hearts of the other people. So what is needed is, initially let it begin in you and me. When we humble ourselves and pray, the Lord is able to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And after that, when we pray together in families, I encourage all of you who are having problem in your own home, husband and wife, parents, children, you must be able to pray together. When you pray together, God is able to give complete victory. Many people, when they come to their wit's end, when they come, into, uh, come and have problems, when they face problems, what they do is they feel there's no point in living. They attempt suicide. Years back, I read about a woman who was having a lot of problems and she had a little son. The son was sleeping in the, in the cradle and what she said was, there's no purpose in living. So she closed all the doors and windows, opened the uh, gas in the uh, gas line so that the whole house was filled by gas and she wanted to set the whole house on fire. So the child was choking, child was not able to breathe properly, but the radio was on. From the radio there came a song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. We have problems because we do not take everything to God in prayer. When she heard that song, she was deeply touched. She opened the windows, took, opened the door, took the child and ran out. She just closed the gas and the family was saved. We have a friend in Jesus. So when we go through problems, suicide is not the remedy. Death is not the remedy. 
God has a great plan for you. So dear friends, I tell you, I encourage you to pray, take sufficient time and pray, humble yourself and pray. And if there is some problem between you and your wife, or you and your children, you and your husband, set things right. Revival will begin in your own life. And when revival comes into your own heart, revival comes into your own home, it will spill over into the church. And the church as together, together when we pray with all our hearts, there will be revival around us. Definitely many people will be saved. So dear friends, what is, what is needed? How can we have revival? There will be, when the presence of God comes, when the revival comes, there will be a deep sense of the awful holiness of God. Individually as families and as church, when we pray together, when the revival comes, there will be a deep sense of awful holiness of God. And also there will be a deep sense of sinfulness of man. And also there will be a deep repentance followed by cleansing. There will be a clear sense of God's calling for a commission. This is what is needed. No, the, these steps must be followed. Real prayer life. Elijah had disciplined prayer life. So God took him from one step to another and he was able to come to Carmel. He was able to do great things for God. So what is needed is we must have a heart to seek God with all our heart. The Spirit of God is always available to guide us and lead us in the right perspective. So when the revival comes, we will be totally transformed. All the negativism will go away from our hearts. So what is needed is we have to take a decision today. Decision today to discipline ourselves in prayer. Years back, there was a fiery preacher, a Scottish fiery preacher whose name was Duncan Campbell. And he was a man who was praying for revival for a long time. And he was praying with all his heart and meditation of scripture. And this is his theology of the Holy Spirit. True revival affected the church and the community around. Will affect the church and community around. And definite and profound experience of baptism of the Holy Spirit subsequent to conversion. So when there is revival, what is happening is not simply dancing around and then having, having a, a outward joy. That's not what God wants. What is needed is when there is a revival, revival, revival affect, will affect the church. Revival will affect the church and also community around. Definite profound experience of baptism of the Holy Spirit subsequent to conversion. You know, people come to Jesus, they are saved. But filling of the Holy Spirit is needed. And then revival will definitely come around us. So dear friends, let it start in you and me. And also it can spill over in your own, in your own life, in your own home. And other people around you will be really transformed. So what is needed is we must have a heart for God. We must understand the plans and purposes that God has in store for us. I told about Duncan Campbell. One day he was having a big meeting. As he was preaching God's word in a powerful way, suddenly he heard a voice of God. The Lord said, stop preaching. And he was thinking, Lord, you gave me the message I am preaching. And the Lord again whispered, stop preaching. He just stopped preaching from the pulpit. Immediately, the whole presence of God, was, the whole auditorium, the whole church was filled by the presence of God. A 14-year-old girl, she stood up and she opened her eyes. She looked up to heaven and said, I see heaven open and the glory of God seen from heaven. When she said that, great revival came upon people. We can't say that she was instrumental for that. The man of God was praying. She had part in it. The Lord revealed to her an open heaven. So, dear friends, God wants all of us to pray for revival, individual revival, family revival, and revival in the church. 
when we do that, definitely God is able to bring great things in our own life. So dear friends, my question to you is, how many of you are having um, prayer time, quality prayer time in your personal life? When you spend time in prayer, definitely God is able to give complete victory. There will be revival wherever we go. So I'm so happy that I could talk to you today about the prayer life of Elijah. May the Lord bless you this day and every day to come with a deeper spirit of prayer so that you will be instrument in the hands of God to bring revival in and around you. Shall we look to God in prayer? Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you Lord and praise you for the time that you've given to us to hear God's word. I pray that you may lay your hands upon all these dear friends who have been hearing God's word. Individually, I pray, O oh God, that you may touch everyone, every brother and sister who are having problems in their own life. I pray that you may touch them, O oh God, and then bring revival into their own hearts, O oh God. Pour into their hearts a deeper spirit of prayer so that they would set aside time and pray with all their hearts. Let them not hide behind their own discouragement oh God let them bring their hearts openly in the presence of God so that you are able to talk to them you're able to build them oh God let the word of God make a deep root in their own hearts oh father I pray that you may persuade uh, families husband and wife and parents and children to come together to pray as family so that the revival power can come into their own hearts oh father I pray oh God that you may touch everyone let none escape your loving touch oh God you have prepared everything for us and let all these dear people who hear your word today be disciplined in their own lives, O oh God, in prayer so that you will be in a position to bless them abundantly. I pray especially for people who are having broken homes, O oh God. How many families are there broken? I pray, O oh God, that you may reach out and touch them, O oh God. Let them reach out to people who can definitely help them, O oh God. I pray for preachers who are preaching God's word, O oh Lord. Touch everyone who are, who are sincerely doing God's work. And I pray, O oh God, that you may touch people who are false prophets, O oh God, people who are not doing God's work as you want them to do, O oh God. Please persuade them to come closer to you and let their motivation be right, O oh God, to do God's work. I pray that you may touch people, O oh God, from the bondages of evil. Deliver them, O oh God. Deliver them, O oh God. Let the word of God become real to them, O oh God. Let the power of the Holy Spirit work in and through them, O oh God. Let the power of the Holy Spirit work in and through them, O oh Father. Let the anointing of the Holy Spirit come upon everyone. Release your own power, O Lord. Release your grace, O Lord. Let there be revival in individual lives, in families, and in churches so that the revival will spill over to the people of the world. Guide us and lead us, O Lord. I give you all the glory. Let me have the joy in serving you till the end of my life. In Jesus' almighty name I pray. Dear friends, this day, God can do greater work in your own life. God can bless you, yield yourself to God, and you will be a blessing for other people. 